Welcome to the Andy Stanley Leadership Podcast, a conversation designed to help leaders go further faster. On today's podcast, we'll begin a two-part conversation on self-leadership. Andy, I recently heard you teach on on the importance of self-leadership. And while it's important for leaders to pursue it, it really starts with a discouraging realization. Yeah, it begins with a very discouraging realization. Um, Basically, I have participated in every bad decision I have ever made. (laughs) (laughs) I I was there for all of them, all the bad financial decisions, professional decisions, hiring decisions, organizational decisions, parenting decisions, the list goes on and on and on. Mm. The common denominator of all my bad decisions (laughs) was me. And of course, you know, the, the reason I don't mind sharing that with our podcast listeners and potentially the whole world is that everybody on the other end of this microphone, including you, Lane, exactly. uh, have participated in every bad decision they have ever made. You know, every, you know, financial, parenting, right. business, bad decision. It really is kind of disgusting, you know, when you stop and think about it, that essentially we were the mastermind behind our own greatest regrets. Mm. We all have regrets and, be- and somewhere in the mix, you know, there, there we were. Yeah. So I'm difficult to lead, and I know it. You're difficult to lead, and you know it. We know we're difficult to lead because we all attempt it every single day. So mm. self-leadership. Andy, when you taught about self-leadership, you gave three reasons why it's important. The first one was you won't be a leader worth following if you don't lead yourself well. Yeah. Um, as we know, exceptional self-leadership is not essential to leadership in general. We all know organizational leaders who are who are a mess personally, mm. um, but we don't want to be like them. We, we don't consider them leaders worth following. We just consider them our bosses or leaders we have to follow because, you know, we're part of the organization. We may want to travel like them. We may want a <laughs> vacation like them, but we don't want to be like them. And the context where we first see this played out is at home. Um, You know, whether or not you want to be like your mother or your father has far less to do with what they said to you than it does with how well they led themselves. Mm. We want to be like our parents, not because they taught us well, but because they modeled well. That's that's what, you know, garners respect in our hearts for our parents. Well, the same is true in leadership. Um, And a parent can be a parent and be be terrible at self-leadership and, you know, get the kids through school and get the kids dressed and off to, you know. Mm off to the next season of life. But whether or not we want to be like our parents, it all comes down to self-leadership. And so it, it's true. Um, in order to be a leader worth following in a business context, in a nonprofit context, in a community service context, it requires that we become exceptional self-leaders. The second reason that you taught that self-leadership is important is that exceptional self-leadership is the key to sustained influence. Yeah, and the key word there is influence, not authority. We can have authority because of a title or a position, but in terms of influence, it goes back to the first one. We have to be leaders that are worth following. And let's think about it. We rarely open ourselves up willingly to the influence of people that we don't respect. Mm. We may do what they ask us to do <laughs> because, again, they're a boss or a manager. But in terms of being open to the influence, the beyond the position and title influence, um, we open ourselves up to the influence of people that we have respect for. And who do we respect? We respect people who lead themselves well. Well, the third and final reason that you gave that this is important is that exceptional leadership is the key to sustained performance. Lane, as as most of our podcast listeners know, when a leader, when a senior leader gets taken out or burns out, um, generally it's because of poor self-leadership. It's generally not a talent issue. Mm. It's not a skill issue. It's generally a personal issue. So, you know, there's performance and then there's sustained performance. So to go the distance, um, self-leadership is, you know, it's not... It's not an add-on, it's an essential. Or a more succinct way of saying that is is this, that great leaders last because they lead themselves 
first. So this is a really, really big deal. Um, a few podcasts ago, we had Clay Scroggins in here talking about his extraordinary book, How to Lead When You're Not in Charge. And he has a great quote on this topic. He says this, you don't have to be in charge to take charge. You don't have to be in charge to take charge of leading yourself. Self-leadership is your primary responsibility as a leader. And mm -hmm. it really is. It, again, it begins every morning in the mirror. And if I, if I can keep that guy between the rails, if I can get that guy straightened out, you know, everything else pretty much follows. Well, Andy, when you teach this, you, you teach there are three decisions that every leader needs to make when it comes to self-leadership. We're going to look at the first one today, and we'll come back next month and tackle the other two. The first decision that you teach is, I will not lie to myself, even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Yeah, and this is perhaps the most important one and perhaps the most difficult one. I will not lie to myself, even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. You know, our culture tells us that pretty much the worst thing that can happen to us is for us to feel bad about ourselves <laughs> and for our children to feel bad about themselves. And, you know, nobody wants to feel bad about themselves, and I don't want my children to feel bad about themselves. But that's not the worst thing that can happen. The worst thing that can happen is to hold on to something bad about myself mm. because I'm not willing to acknowledge there's something bad about <laughs> myself. That, you know, that's the thing that we should fear the most. And exceptional self-leadership requires brutal honesty with ourselves. And if we can't be honest with ourselves, we're never going to move past the things that hold us back. We're never going to move past the things that are, you know, to use that term, wrong with ourselves. So mm. to lead ourselves well, it's like leading anybody else. If I'm going to lead you well, I have to know your strengths and weaknesses, and I have to be honest with you about the areas that you need to step up and do better. Well, to lead myself, the same thing's true. So if I lie to myself to make myself feel better about myself, mm. basically I'm doing a really poor self-evaluation. And we know in organizational context, if you don't do good evaluation, you just don't get the best out of the people that mm. work with you or for you or around you. So it, it's really that thing that we do all the time in organizational life as it relates to other people. We have to do it with ourselves. And at the end of the day, I think it's, it's more difficult to be honest with ourselves than it is to be honest with the, with the people around us. In fact, the easiest person to deceive is the person in the mirror. Nobody does a better job at selling me on bad ideas than me. Mm. And before those of you in our leadership podcast have a bad attitude about me, let me just say this to you. Nobody does a better job selling <laughs> you on bad ideas than you. Within the context of sales, you are a sucker for you. As soon as you see something you want, as soon as I see something I want, what do I do? I, I start selling myself. Um, we've all purchased things because we sold ourselves. The salesperson knew better than to say anything. They, <laughs> you know, they could see our wheels turning. They remained silent as, you know, as we sold ourselves. So again, you, you can't lead yourself until you're honest with yourself. You can't lead yourself well as long as you're lying to yourself. Um, I, I think most folks in our audience who are managers or are, you know, lead an organization of any type have bumped into people who just couldn't tell the truth. Mm. Um, if you've ever tried to lead a liar, you know that you don't really lead a liar for very long. You end up, you fire a liar. And, uh, you know, from time to time, I think some of us need to fire our old self that yeah. lies to ourselves and hire that new version of ourself that is willing to tell ourselves the honest truth. So the beginning of good self-leadership 
is brutal honesty with the person in the mirror. Andy, when you taught this, you, you gave us a question to ask that will help us be honest with ourselves. Do, do you remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's, it's an awful question. It's simple, really, <laughs> but it's terrible. And this is the question that I think all of us, especially in leadership, especially when other people's you know, future depends on decisions we're making or the way that we're leading, is to stop at, at pretty much every iteration in leadership and ask the question, why am I doing this? Pause, and then add the word, really? Mm. Why am I doing this? Really? Um, for those of you out there who just do not like confrontation, it, you just you would do you would rather do anything than confront a problem or specifically confront a person. You know, so you see that that name pop up on your phone, and you decide not to answer. Well, why aren't you going to answer? Really, mm-hmm. I know what you're telling yourself. Well, I'm busy. Um, I'll get to it later. But come on, you don't have to answer. You don't have to take that call. But at least be honest with yourself. I'm not taking this call. Because I don't want to de- I want to get the voicemail, and I want to leave them a voicemail, or I want to email. I don't want to have the conversation. Well, you owe it. You owe it to yourself to tell yourself the truth. So, for the, all of you conflict avoiders out there, um, y- you need to own that. And what happens is, when you own it, when you're willing to tell yourself the truth, the energy, the negative energy, kind of goes away. It dissipates. You realize, well, that's kind of silly. I'm going to take this call. That's kind of silly. I'm going to call them right back. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow or this afternoon. I'm not going to text, got your, you know, I'm just going to go for it. On the flip side, you know, I know for me, Lane, sometimes I'll be so amped up or so energized about something that is wrong or that needs to be fixed or should have been done or I thought it had already been done and what's Mm -hmm. wrong with these people and, (laughs) you know, did they not get my, you know, have I not been clear? And so my inclination is to to stand up and, and, you know, walk down the hall or, you know, pick up the phone and be maybe too direct and, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I have to stop and ask, okay, what, what, Andy? Okay, you're telling yourself the issue is you love efficiency and you love things to be done on time. But what? Now, come on. What's behind all this? Well, maybe I'm just being impatient or, you know, maybe I just didn't get my way or, you know, I don't know. But when I stop and say, okay, before, before you hit send, before you stand mm-hmm. up. Um, you know, before you dip three levels down into the organization to figure out what's going on, you know, down here. Okay, really, what's behind this? Why am I doing this? Really, that's what good self leadership is about. It's at least acknowledging the reality of what's going on, you know, versus you know telling myself a story or creating a narrative that you know doesn't reflect reality. So. In order to lead ourselves well, we have to be brutally honest with ourselves. And I think that means you have to hit the pause button. And for me, asking that question, um, it covers a multitude of future sins (laughs) and reduces the number of apologies that I have to make later on. So the first decision for those who want to be exceptional self-leaders is simply, I will not lie to myself even when the truth makes me feel bad about myself. Well, Andy, as hard as it is to stop, we're out of time, but we're going to pick up there next month. As we wrap up today, do you have any final thoughts? Well, the only thing I would add, and this is true for all three of these decisions, we'll come back to this next month, is that this is never comfortable. Um, It's rarely easy, but it is absolutely essential. Mm -hmm. Remember, the leaders that you open yourselves up to the leaders that get the best out of you are leaders who lead themselves well. So for sustained influence, for sustained performance, and to become a leader worth following, we have to learn to lead ourselves. Well, Andy, thanks so much for today. And to all of our listeners, we want to thank you for joining us. Don't forget to check out the andystanley.com website where you can find the leadership application guide to go with today's podcast.